Welcome back, everybody. It is the I'm Just Talking podcast. I'm your host, Cello. It is currently Easter Sunday, 2022, 4-17. Happy Easter to everybody out there. Um, I think I said that twice, didn't I? Um, Hope you had today off from work. Good time with your your family, friends, children, you know, and anybody in your life that you felt it important to uh, hang out with today. my understanding is this year, or every 33 years, Ramadan, Easter, and Passover fall around the same time or the same day. So that, that's pretty cool. They're celebrating uh, Ramadan or Passover as well. Um, hope you enjoyed those days. Um, Ramadan is more of a um, series of days, I believe, as is Passover. So um, shout out to the people that are celebrating those and those faiths as well. Um, it is, uh, it's been an interesting week. Um, work was somewhat short Had my first doctor appointment in the, in, uh, God, two and a half, almost three years. Um, things went kind of how I expected. Um, and I got to see another one of my, uh, military brats again. And this is a, um, interesting time because, it is um, Military Child Month, and it's pretty cool that I've gotten to see this person. Um, and so we're, we're going to kind of tie, going to tr- kind of try to tie in a little bit of the holiday with reuniting with people. So it, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be somewhat difficult, but. The first, the first part of this really comes down to um, one of the topics I, I didn't really discuss um, in the, the series last year in the last episode that I posted, which isn't really getting much love, but I sort of understand that it's a little bit complicated to, to kind of articulate. And um, I've been trying to record a video and audio at the same time and that's just not working out this is straight you know audio so we we are going to hopefully go from there and make sure that this is a better crisper listening experience for you guys um so just don't forget anchor google google spotify apple overcast cast box pocket cast um and radio public you know, you can find them there. There's other places that it's out there, I guess. I don't know. Partners over those places. Um, listen, like, subscribe, uh, comment, share, uh, review. Anything that, that you, you think is, you know, relevant to the, the episode, to the, to the podcast itself. Um, any way you can help me get out there, that'd be great. Um, so that's kind of an all over the place open but that's sort of who i am as a person that's real deal so um in one of my podcasts i talked about the girl that i dated um i think it was like late 10th grade year all the way till she pcs or moved away in the middle of senior year and uh, my era as an overseas dependent ended in 1996 
um, you know, right as the internet age was starting. Uh, pretty sure, like, email was kind of getting to be a thing back then. I know a couple of years later, we had, you know, our first incarnation of dial-up with AOL and stuff like that. So this this part of the the journey for us, for, for those of us that went, you know, probably from the 50s all the way down into, like, right of the, the turn of the century, really, um, was you never knew if you were ever going to see those people again. Now, the core group of people that um, I have, and, of course, with the advent of social media that I keep in touch with now, we, we always found a, a telephone number. We always found an address. If one person from the crew got a number from somebody else or wound up going to college with somebody else, and there's, it's, it's not that rare, but there's times when you get stationed at the same place. As, you know, my friend Eric and my friends Eric and Evelyn almost followed each other all over the world. So it does happen, right? But in this particular case, I went many, many years not corresponding with this person at all then you know we found numbers over the years here and there you know you get you go off you get married you have kids and you know life gets in the way and then in 2019 um it just so happens they had a a friend from another military base they were stationed at that moved to the area i lived in and he was getting married and her brother who was my football teammate who i've said that before too they came and they you know, we keep in touch now, but had this been, you know, 1999, maybe early 2000s, you may not have had any contact. You may not have had a way to sort of reach this person and they would have been, you know, within 15, 20 minutes of you and you would never know. But in this case, because of social media, we got together in 2019. Um, her son decides to join the Air Force. He gets stationed at the base, which is, you know, 12, 15 minutes from my house. And then in 20, had to have been late 2020 or summer of 2020, I think, because I was out of work by then. Um, we went, she came to visit him because he was new to the area. She came by, you know, we had dinner with her, you know, her son. I'm, I'm you know, I'm friendly with her son now, which is cool. You know, she met my daughter um, and now my daughter has a baby and she wanted to meet the baby. So her son gets married, now has a, you know, a wife, so her and her husband, great cat, by the way, Keith was awesome, he's awesome, so Lisa and I got to be able to meet again, so we go, actually did the math, I think it was, it was 92, yeah, it was almost 25 years <clears throat> from seeing each other, you know, we didn't do FaceTime or anything like that, it was, you know, um, basically social media messaging, and it was, and she's not super active even there, so. We went 25 years without seeing each other, and then you go, and we've basically seen each other an average of once a year. And it, it's a very, very strong relationship, very strong friendship, um, not romantic in any way, shape, or form. But the initial reuniting with someone, and it doesn't have to be a love interest. This is just, I saw this person again for the first time, and it just started kind of dawning on me that, like, we went. 25 years without, con you know, with limited contact, you know, limited uh, speaking. And now, you know, we've seen each other about once a year since 2020. 
2019, actually. So, the initial seeing each other, you kind of revert back to being, because I was actually only, no, I had just turned 17, so I was 17. Uh, you know, you revert back to being a 17-year-old, and you remember, you know, all the things that you, that you that you liked about this person. And this happens regardless of whether it's the romantic relationship, or at least in my case, or if it's, you know, um, I saw my boy Greg Fox, he texted me last night too, like, I saw him um, probably the November before her. Yeah, because I saw him, I saw her in, no, I saw her in April, and then I saw him in November, right before the pandemic. And and he and me and him were always cool, we rode the same bus. So it's not just about reuniting with her, if, if I'm really thinking about this out loud like I do. The first time you see one of your really close homeboys, homegirls, girlfriend, boyfriend, after that first time, it's, to me, it took me back. It took me back to the, to those times. It took me back to the smells. It took me back to the sounds of the street. It took me back to the shenanigans we pulled, whether it's a homeboy or, or you know, a love interest. Uh, it took me back to, you know, her mom, her mom scared me. Her mom's a sweetheart now, but. Her mom scared me. Her brother wanted to kick my ass um, for, you know, being her, not just for being her boyfriend, but catching, you know, getting caught, kissing her. We weren't even heavy. I think it was just like a little peck, and it was like, yeah, I was almost murdered. So, um, you know, but, you know, the other things that, you know, we we did, we, you know, we played, we traveled on sports buses together. Um, We we played one-on-one basketball. We you know, we laughed and joked with each other and just, you know, that bond that you have, again, not romantically or anything like that. Um, you do think about those things, but you you think about that whole era. You think about everything that came along with it. You know, you know, Italy, the weather, the base, the places you hung out on the base. Um, you know, things that we had to to go through as military kids, you know. Um, if you didn't wind up on base one day, you weren't seeing your friend. And anybody that you talk to, and this is this is probably any base that Lake and Heath, Ramstein, Livorno, uh, what was there? There was Rhoda. Uh, what was the, there was another one in Spain too. I can't remember what it was called. You know, there was bases in Spain. There was Ramstein. There was Lake and Heath, not Lake and Heath, but Launch School. There was... You know, all these places up and down, you know, Europe. If you went to any of uh, any of those bases um, and you wind up reuniting with somebody that you were pretty close with, especially, it's like it's that time again. It's like it's 1991 all over again. It's like it's, you know, 1988 all over again. It's like it's, you know, and you can still laugh about the same jokes. You can still, you know, remember the time or hey, whatever happened to this person? Oh, my God, I know this person. So, you know, there's always a time when, and, I, and I'll just use it for me, when the Saints, when we reunite, or you wind up having a relationship, you know, a friendship of sorts with someone after the fact. There are some people that I wasn't great, greatly close with. Um, they were a little bit older than me. I was a little bit older than them. You know, we had mutual interests back then. But we, there wasn't my core group of friends that I feel like I'm real close with now via social media. 
that there's no doubt in my mind if I popped up in their neighborhood, they, you know, we would, we, you know, we would have a, an adult beverage or two, or we would have some food or we would laugh our ass off about the time X, Y, and Z happened. Or did you ever hear about the time when this happened? And you, you sit around and to me, it, and maybe I'm just sort of a, an oddly feely person where like, I could like, I can picture that person walking through the school, you know, down the hall and what they would look like or what they'd be wearing, you know, in that time frame, in that era, or what, uh, you know, what song might have been playing that summer. Um, you know, and then of course you, once you get over that, you, you do sort of, and you reflect after the fact in that moment, sort of, you know, the initial meetup is always kind of a flood of, you know, like weird emotion because you think you're never going to see that person again. And that was, again, something that I talked about before is you, you almost stop making relationships at times, I think, because once you become an adult, you don't realize that you can make roots wherever you want them to be. And you don't have to like have a best friend that isn't your best friend physically anymore because they're in Alaska and you're in New York or something, you know, as widely crazy as that you're in New York and they're in Japan, you know what I mean? And you write a letter or not, you know what I mean? So you just that pure sort of shock that you're actually seeing this person again physically. And even when it, like with her brother, it was, it was hella cool. Like, you know, we talked about football. We talked about, you know, where we had come in life and, and, uh, you know, losing this game, winning that game, um, the times we played pickup basketball or the times when, you know, there was a weird, like, fight that everybody got into and then we were all still friends. Like, you know, you talk about all of those things. And then you start sort of reflecting on the years in between and you go, holy shit, I, I can't believe that, that I actually saw this person again, like, this is great. I've seen like CJ, I've seen my boy CJ new. I've seen, you know, people like my family is close with, you know, that happens a lot. Like the Templados who actually live out here. Um, my, my, my best friend Jay, I've seen him, you know, in spurts a lot. Um, uh, you know, there's some saints that live out here. There's like Sheena, uh, Mikey, Sheena's brother. Um, there, there are some folks that live out here. And it's it's a little interesting that like uh, you you wind up you know Dwight Coleman saw him you know you don't think you're gonna see any of these people ever again like you know what I mean like and you go to and you think to yourself like wow this is really cool and you want to cherish those moments and I'll give you an example too is years and years ago Tony Norwood was really good friends with Bella's mom. He's good friends with me, too, because we played on soccer team throughout our years. Um, and, and he came. And then Luca and uh, uh, Sean Swickard lived out here. And, and I drive through these towns that we drove through back then, and it seemed like it was so far away. This was like, this was like 97, probably. And, you know, Luca came to, Luke, Tony came to stay with us. But he knew Luca and, and Sean were in the area, so we all got together. 
You know what I mean? You you almost if you are within a couple hour drive of somebody, you you make it a point to see as many people as you can. So being reunited is something that's really, really special to us. And it's really it's a little bit more easy now. We're all adults. Um most of us have made halfway decent career choices and you know you you can you can get on a plane once in a while and go see each other um there is um a lot of years that go by and then you pop up in someone's neighborhood and i i don't know of any time that someone turns you away and then you you it's 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 like it's you know that time it's like you're sitting at a pizzeria or you know we had a place called um Stradella's, which was in this weird it had like it was like on this corner not really a corner it was like i don't know almost feel like it was in the middle of the street if i can remember it kind of like this weird t that went down the street and it was like Stradella's, then there was the there was Beppi's, there was the, you know there was like this little area right there that had, you know, so, you know, what, and none of us, most of us would give like just about anything, anything short of our children or at this point grandchildren to go back and have a cappuccino with each other, you know, at Stradella's. But you can be having a cappuccino anywhere for, for a minute. Your imagination may take you and make you look around and you're at Stradella's and it's a Sunday morning and it's beautiful and the cappuccino is perfect. And, and then the pastries are just, you know, super fresh. You know, or, you know, it's... It's really just a good feeling. It really is. It just takes you back to a place where life was simpler. You know what I mean? These were people that the emotion of them leaving was gut was literally gut wrenching, and then you go ten years, twelve years, you know, up up to twenty five years, going, you know, I haven't seen this person in twenty five years, and then I saw John twice within like nine months of each other, or something. Um, Saw John at the end of 2020, 2019, and then, no, actually, it was it was like five months because then he came back, it's like April, and then he came back like that October or something like that. So, you know, you just, we never took it for granted, I don't think, you know, as a group, but then you all of a sudden, you leave or they leave and it's 25 years later, and then you go, you stop sort of thinking about it. And over the years, as social media kept us in touch, touch, and you see people, you're gonna, you start thinking that it's possible, and then you fall on hardship, and then you, then your heart gets ripped out all over again because you can't make it to the reunion, or you can't, you know, somebody is, you know, a five or six hour plane ride, and you just can't afford it. You know what I mean? Like trying to think of some other people that I've seen over the years. And it's just like, it's like not a day went by. But then you start talking about, what year did you leave? And they go, shit, I left in 91. And you go, holy shit, like I haven't seen you in 
almost 30 years or whatever it would be, you know what I mean? And just the fact that we're, we're old enough to not have seen each other for 20, 20 plus years is a whole nother ball of wax, man. It really is. So reunite with your people if you can, right? Um, and sort of give yourself that opportunity if you can financially, if it's within a drive, you know, um, if you're in an area and you know someone lives in an area, don't forget to tell them. You know, um, I posted a picture of Felice uh, and and uh, Keith, her husband, and uh, Greg texted me thinking I was in Atlanta. I'm like, if I was in Atlanta, I'd have told you, man. Like, I had plans. I was gonna get down to see my boy Eric in Florida right before the pandemic, and then because my job was supposed to, that was the assignment I was going on next, and that didn't work. Lance Wheeler, matter of fact. I think I saw him twice. I didn't see him for 20-plus years, and it just so happened where I was in Oakland for work at the time. He was coming through Oakland, going to Hawaii. Saw him. Uh, Frank Bogardis used to live out here, and I, you know, a guy went to his 40th birthday party, which was like, which was like seven years ago now. You know what I mean? So, like, the, re the whole reunited thing, just just gives me goosebumps and makes makes me almost want to cry my tears of joy you know what i mean and and just and you just you can't take that shit for granted and i think maybe that's why sometimes i don't i try not to take people for granted and i and even if i think i have a, a shit hand maybe in a relationship i kind of hold on to those relationships longer and i don't really have a lot of that right now but that's even work related you know i kind of you tend to hold on to people at work or give people chances at work because maybe I have this sort of fear of, of not really abandonment but loss or detachment and then that person comes back and you're you know you're just happy that you got to see them once before because we really back then never knew if you were going to see somebody ever again and it's not really the same social media is not the same but the kids now at least they have FaceTime they have Facebook you know, they have WhatsApp, they have all of these things. We couldn't even call that much because it was mad expensive back then. You know what I mean? And, you know, you were lucky if you got stationed, you know, somewhere within an eight or ten hour drive. Your parents seemed to be willing to take that. But most kids left Italy and went back to the States. You never got to see them. So three years, three times in three years after no times in 25 years, you know, you definitely, if you're a brat, you have the opportunity, go visit your people. I'm lucky they came here, so I'm not trying to sound holier than now. I'm not tracing the, tracing the globe, seeing the people, although it would definitely be in the plans if I hit the lottery. So um, see your people, reunite with your people. It feels good. Hopefully you get that experience or you've had that experience and you can sort of equate to some of the stuff that I'm talking about because it really is. It's like that initial wow can't believe I'm seeing this person and you, you, you start reminiscing about that time and, and, and that, that time you guys met or even the day that they left and then you sort of settle in and you start talking about, you know, things that are new to you in life and, you know, your kids and your, you know, at the time I didn't know, Bella told me later in life, like that initial she was going to be pregnant, but like you start talking about, you know, the things that you've been through and how, you know, if you went to college, where you worked and it just makes it all just sort of like a nice 
little ball on your your friendship you know what i mean like and now you know i know her boys and i know her husband she hasn't met my my girl or my son yet because they're just not tracing the city for someone they don't really don't know it's just different for them in particular but she knows my daughter she met the grandbaby keith met the grandbaby and like i'm gonna hopefully meet her grandbaby and you know it's just you you really do have a bond that's more family than it is really friendship and um, i can't wait i can't wait to see who i run into next i can't wait to the next time her brother comes up i can't wait you know because now this seems like normal you know what i mean it seems like you know that that friendship didn't die my friendship with it, with the other people don't die and you know we can see each other we can physically see each other and like you know it's just good it's a good feeling because you really think in you know november of 1992 you would never see this person again you know you you know i want to say greg left later that year too he might have left early maybe he left the summer because he played my senior year i thought on football i never thought i'd see him again you know what i mean never in a million years and and it's great that i did and i got to meet his baby you know like those are things you take for granted when you live in the same neighborhood and you've had the same family same family. well yes but the same friends that you went to kindergarten with that you graduated with and you know you may buy a house across the street from each other. You know what I mean? We don't get that very often. It's very, very rare. So, you know, little things like this, we, we hold dear. And, you you know, you go for a three-mile run and you take a shower and you go pick your friends up and you drive, you know, to go have dinner with them. Because you don't, you know you don't going to get that chance as often as you would with somebody who lives down the street. And then, again, if you live down the street from people, don't take them for granted either. Don't take, definitely don't take three years to see them. So, um, I'm going to throw a not for nothing right here in the end. Actually, I'm going to do one now. I'm going to do one right now. I'm just going to do one. Because this one's been on my mind for a while. And then once this is done, I'm going to reach, I'm going to reach into my bag of tricks to talk a little bit about Easter. So, not for nothing. Am I the only one that really doesn't understand the whole in a vacuum debate? Like, I guess I sort of understand that a vacuum is leak and it is, a, is an equal playing field. But in my mind, a vacuum is a fucking Hoover that you push across the carpet to pick up, you know, dirt off of your carpet. And it's like in a wind tunnel. So what are we accomplishing in a wind tunnel, you know, why, like, can't there be a better saying? Why not just say when all things are equal? Why not? So why, why? Why? Like, what the fuck does that mean in a vacuum? That means we're all in a fucking tornado. We're all in a fucking you know funnel cloud. But everything's equal. Like, I don't get it. I never, I never understood that. And I've been hearing it a lot lately because, you know, all this stuff going on with, uh, you know, the end. And it's all sports related to, to a degree because that's how I listen to. But they're talking about this guy, you know, Embiid should be the, the, the MVP. or Jokic should be the MVP. What about Giannis? And then somebody inevitably says, well, in a vacuum. Yeah, what about in a vacuum? 
like I know they don't really mean that, you know, we're all fucking around in a Dyson, right? But my simple brain can't not think that we're all fucking around in a Dyson. That we're all running around with the freaking, you know, cat hair, dog hair, corn chips, and, you know, God knows what other dust mites and shit swirling around in this cylinder that is a vacuum. Because to me, a vacuum sucks and creates a wind tunnel to pull shit out of the air, pull shit off of the carpet. So how exactly does those three players being in the proverbial vacuum, how does that make them equal? In a sterile environment, maybe? You know, they all have to shoot 40 free throws and see who makes the most? Like, okay, all things equal. But in a vacuum has to be the most absurd thing to me. And I don't know that I've ever said it to anybody. You know, someone doesn't come to me and ask me for a raise at work, and I go, well, you know, in a vacuum. Who says that? Who, who came up with that? It's so silly to me. Not for nothing, come up with a better phrase. All right, you guys, I'm right around the 30-minute mark. Um, hopefully I can tie a nice little bow on this. Um, in a vacuum, no, just kidding. Um, I'll, I'll be back with another segment, you guys. Stay tuned. Be right back. All righty, welcome back. This is the second segment. I'm going to try to tie this into a... And, and none of this stuff is actually really religious because I am I am not a scholar. I, I don't read the Bible. I know just enough about the story and, and the whole shit, but so the, you know, resurrection, the resurrection and all that is, is really based around like three days, right? Last supper, he gets caught, he gets whipped, he 12 stages of the cross. And then, you know, he died, you know, he, he gets crucified, he gets, you know, the whole shit. So where my mind tends to go when I have events in life or events in the the world or you know whatever the sports politics whatever and there's also like a holiday involved i sort of see if there's a connection between the two so and, and i kind of believe that there is in this case so as a military brat as noted we tend to have three well we might have more than three stages but the initial stage is you leave home you're scared you go somewhere foreign in my case a foreign country but some people do a little bit more simple they go from you know new york to california or something like that then it's you now you're the new kid and you're scared then you get settled in and then just as you think it's all good you have to move again and then that cycle kind of starts all over again. So if you think of it like that, where you leave, you leave a familiar place, you get to a new place, you get comfortable, then you leave again. You know, that's, that's three turnarounds of emotion, really. Sometimes the same emotion, but different in a different way, right? So I'm thinking about it like this. 
resurrection of Jesus is what a lot of people hold on to. And he has risen, you know, he will rise again. And I think we, as military brats, have to know that we will rise again, that we, we're going to hurt and we're going to hurt twice. You know what I mean? You're going to hurt, you're going to feel fine, and then you're going to hurt again. And you're going to hurt, and you're going to feel fine, and you're going to hurt again, right? So, and, and there's some power in that because if you handle it the right way, you'll know that you can overcome hurt, i.e., you can resurrect. You can you can rebuild. You you can you you can find happiness again, right? Now, where reuniting comes into play is this. There was a time when And I don't know if it, and again, I'm not a freaking Bible scholar, but there was a time when Jesus questioned the Father. And you, as a military brat, you, you question the whole shit. When your best friend leaves, when your girlfriend leaves, um, when a close friend leaves, you know, um, when the family you're closest with leaves. And, and, and you question the whole shit, like, why do they do this like that? Like, you know, what is the purpose? Am I ever going to see these people again? You know, I'm never, I'm never going to see those people again. And then, and, and people have this sort of on again, off again relationship with religion. Um, I mean, I think I, I, I might fall into that category. Um, I don't go to church again, and maybe I'll do an entire episode of, of this. I don't believe you have to be a religious person. I don't believe that you have to um, pigeonhole yourself into a casual or a devout or whatever. Jesus knows if you're trying to live the right way. Allah knows if you're trying to live the right way. Um, is it, I guess is it David is the, the the big deity in the in Judaism? He knows or God knows that they're that you're trying to live the right way, but you're going to get into a situation in life to where you don't believe that God is, whatever your God is, that that supreme being is with you. And there'll be very long periods of time where you don't, re, you don't, you don't have that relationship with God or Jesus or whoever it is, right? Even though you really do. So in our case, there's long periods of time where we think that the friendship or the relationship or, you know, the bond is over because we haven't seen each other. And even though you interact with them on social media and you see their kids and you see their parties and, you know, you're like me, you drink a little bit on a certain night of the week and you post a little bit and you get some interaction and whatever. It's not the same. You don't, you don't think you have the same kind of relationship or friendship or what have you with those people that, you, that you knew so many years ago. And 
to a degree, you have to reunite yourself with with your spiritual being at times. And you won't necessarily see it coming. Like, out of the blue, I get a text from John. I don't even know if it was a text. I'm pretty sure it was a Facebook message. Hey, bro, we're going to be in the area. You know, we, we know somebody else. This I don't know the other person, but getting married. How far are you from X, Y, and Z? And the day before that, it wasn't on my mind. Man, I really, you know, would like to see John Fleece again. You know what I mean? You're, you're, you're reuniting with God in order for you, you know, if the scripture is correct, you know, to, to, to resurrect, you know, to have eternal life with him, you, you don't know. You know, some crazy, nasty, horrible shit is going to happen, and you're going to say, why me? And then out of the blue, you know, that job is going to come. You know, you might get a letter, you know, you may be looking to fix your brakes and get a letter that you were part of a class action lawsuit. It's enough to cover your brakes. You know what I mean? Like, um, Crystal Souvenir, uh, Amari Hart, she was, well, she's on Facebook now. She, she has the hashtag, hashtag watch God work. And that's when you're going to reunite is when you watch God work or you see something that, that God and Jesus or who have you has put something in front of you that you can't ignore. And, in our case, as military brats, that reuniting is probably a stage of resurrection in, 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 in a weird sort of like uh, off-the-beaten-path way because we get to resurrect our relationships. It could be with a, you know, I didn't even mention this, like, I talked to my, my football coach, who I should probably reach out to again soon, you know, via a, an American cell phone number, but he lives in Italy. And that shit was unheard of even five years ago, probably. And you get to rekindle that that sort of relationship. Um, you get to, you know, uh, resurrect those days gone by. You get to resurrect your, you know, your relationship with people. People that, at least for me, at one time meant a lot to me, you know. I, I was pretty friendly with everybody, even in high school. Um, and I would just love to be able to, like, afford, you know, a one big bash from the as many people as I could fit in a freaking, I don't know, and, and resurrect all of our our, our relationships and you know, reunite us, you know, with people we didn't think we were going to be reunited with. And, you know, we have a lot of grief um, amongst us as military kids um, because we saw friends come and go. We saw, you know, teachers come and go. We saw we saw that it, that, you know, Everything comes to an end, so to speak. Um, shit, the, the coffees are like probably the family we were the closest to besides maybe the Murphys in terms of what we did with, you know, each other. And Mike's mom was a, like from Italy. Well, actually, so was the Murphys, the mother of their two, like from Italy. And we, you know, we never thought they were going to leave, but they left. 
You know what I mean? Like, it's just one of those things where you could be a non-believer, but if you, if, if, if I'm saying this the way that I'm feeling it, you'll understand what I'm trying to, you, you'll pick up what I'm putting down, really. So, we are a group of people that definitely have um, reason to think that there is a coincidence. And Greg said that to me. It happens the way it's supposed to happen. You know, it was prophesized, you know, then, you know, the next prophet X, Y, and Z was, and it happened. And it, and it happens in that way. You, you go to a place, you make relationships, you leave, they leave, whatever reason, that relationship ends in that form and starts a new, in a new way. And you get the chance when you reunite to resurrect and sort of have this higher power, much like Jesus, you know, started preaching, he gets caught, he gets crucified, he goes up to heaven, Christianity is born. Now, of course, I'm not putting our relationships on the level of Christianity, but if, if you're understanding again how, how, I'm, how I'm getting to this end point is, if you feel like your relationship with whoever your spiritual being is, if there's a gap in physical connection to where like you're not picking up the signs where you don't feel it in your heart of hearts, there'll come a time where you'll reunite. It's going to take time. Um, but reuniting is basically the first step to you rebuilding and resurrecting your relationships or, and again, they don't have to be just with Jesus, just your relationships with, you know, the cousin that you don't talk to much anymore or, the, you know, the best friend that you had in high school. You know, those sorts of things. Reuniting is, to me, one of those stations. It's, to me, a cog in the wheel that'll get you there. Will get you to, you know, a refresher, a rebirth, so to speak. Um, I want to leave you guys with, A neat, hopefully a neat little bow. Military kids, brats, I'm talking to you, I'm talking to us. It takes you a really, really long time as an adult, I would imagine. At least it did for me to fit in, to kind of understand that you really did have roots wherever you are. Um, and you now have relationships um that you've had for you know many years and if you ever think back to those ones that you had we know consciously and subconsciously that they're not the same find a way to reunite it, it'll help you it, it really will it'll help you understand that it, it was there it was worth it it was this is how it was supposed to happen 
it'll help you to resurrect those relationships in a way that hopefully we are now more mature. We can now handle, we can understand what they are. It's my dog trying to get back in the room. What they are, and we can resurrect some of our feelings and resurrect some of the hurt and stuff that, not resurrect, bring it back up, but we can resurrect to a new form of, like Jesus became, he wasn't the physical anymore. He, be, you know, he, he was, you know, he rose to the right hand, right? So we want to rise above, you know, if you have any of those hidden feelings, if you have any of that hurt still, and you were thinking you were never going to see somebody ever again, social media is making it possible, you guys. Rebuild, reunite, resurrect. Um, thanks, you guys, for listening. Um, it's been a little bit slow going. Hopefully the audio on this is really good because I don't know that I could recreate this episode if I have to re-record. So um, I love y'all. Happy Easter. Happy Passover. Happy Ramadan. Um, whoever your spiritual being is, um, hold on to a relationship with them in any form that you feel is necessary for yourself. Um, resurrect with your people. It doesn't have to be military kid if you're not a military kid. Resurrect with your people. Rebuild. Reunite, I should say. You know, if you're missing a relationship that didn't end poorly, it just sort of fizzled out. All right, you guys. I love y'all. Thanks for listening. Remember, I'm underscore just underscore talking on Instagram. Um, Apple. Apple. I can't even. It's like a tongue twister. Anchor, Apple, Google, Spotify, CastBox, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public. Um, respect. Unity, equality. Love y'all.